In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And good afternoon from Chicago, well, a suburb of Chicago anyway. I hope that you are enjoying just a fine, fine Monday, and I hope that I can help make it even a little better. If you're a business owner, you know how overwhelming it can be, right? I I don't think there's a single entrepreneur out there who hasn't felt that sense of overwhelm for a rather prolonged period of time. Um, Many many entrepreneurs really never get back past that and and just kind of live in the muck of feeling overwhelmed, weighed down, bogged down by daily decisions and oh it just goes on and on and on and and those folks I have to tell you are my perfect clients because I know I can help them. And I'm here to help you today if you're feeling like that. So please join us as we take a look at these five key strategies to let go and scale your business. That's right. Letting go is just key. It's absolutely imperative if you want to grow your business. Now, growing your business doesn't always mean just making more money. You may want to grow your business by bringing on more employees. You may want to grow your business by introducing a new product line. I mean, it can take on any number of definitions. And today, we're here to talk about some things that you got to get in place, okay, before your plan is really really going to work. So here we go. Number one of my five key strategies. Now remember, these are strategies that I teach every day in my coaching practice. And, you know, I've pulled these things from many, 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 many things because I know that they are critical. And while Depending on your situation, you know, these may not be the very, very top for you, but they're going to be in there somewhere again, as I say, depending on your situation. So I tried to pull things that uh, would apply to, to, you know, where at least two of the things would apply to many small business owners. So my first one, oh my goodness, this is so important. Be clear on your vision and your exit strategy, okay? So many small business owners just just launch with this this spark of a brilliant idea and they they get lost in the excitement in the passion in the what ifs and maybe whens okay and 
they don't create a plan. The business starts with an underdeveloped idea and the big picture suffers because the entrepreneur becomes mired in the day-to-day activities of running their business. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's not what most people have in mind when they launch their business to work 12 to 14 hours a day, six days a week. And I have to say, most of the people who come to me have at least gotten it down to taking one day off or at least partially one day off. So, you know, think about that. If you're an entrepreneur or someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, what is one of your top most critical values? It's freedom. And freedom means different things to different people, just like success does. But for me, freedom means having the freedom to make my own choices and go my own direction and even create a flexible schedule to some degree within reason. Okay, Those are the things that I like to have in place to feel free. Also, the freedom to work from anywhere. You know, if I want to take a trip and it's not a vacation, but I want to go stay with someone for a while or whatever the circumstances, I can do my job from anywhere. And even if I don't do that every month or every week, or even if I choose not to do it in a year's time, knowing that I can do that is just such a freeing piece of my life. So if you're really bogged down in your business, and I know one of your top values is some sort of freedom, because you're an entrepreneur, I know that for a fact, think about what it is costing you to be so bogged down. Now, Part number two to this, and we're going to talk about solutions too, but mistake number two is, you know, it's incredibly rare that I see small business owners think about their exit strategy. And you may be saying, okay, I'm 32 years old. I'm just launching this business. Why do I have to think of an exit strategy? Well, here's why. Because your exit strategy, first of all, it's something that can change. You don't have to feel married to it. But it's important because it can determine how you structure your business model. Okay? For instance... I have a client who owns his own company, and it's it's a pretty sizable. He probably has about 50 employees, so for a small business, that's pretty good. But he never created an exit strategy. And as a result, he got caught up in the thrill of having this impressive operation with state-of-the-art everything, and he even purchased the building that this business resides in. But what's most valuable in business, right? It's the client list, the customer base. And that's what somebody is going to purchase. Sure, absolutely. There is value in your your machinery. If you have machinery, there is value in your proprietary software. There is value in your proprietary uh, processes, the, your, your employee manual, that kind of stuff. But The number one value in most businesses is the client or customer list, okay? So there is little to no value in this little building that he bought, okay, especially in today's real estate market. And yet he's married to this building in way of a mortgage, right? So 
Had he had an exit strategy, he might not have made that choice. He might have chosen to rent something smaller. He might have chosen to operate in a different way. There are many, many different directions that this young man could have gone. And now he's stuck. He wants to change gears and go a different direction in his life. And he's stuck because he's married to this business financially. There is no way out that he can see. I'm not saying there's no way out. There's no way out that he can see yet. So caught up in the thrill of of growing the business and not thinking about where he wants to be in his future. It's all damaged the bottom line and created pressure quite a threat uh, financially to he and his family. So remember, the vision and exit strategy go hand in hand, but not too many people truly recognize that. So think about the opportunities, how you can see your business expanding. Now remember too, that an exit strategy, this is such a common misconception and I really want to clear this up. An exit strategy is not always about selling the business. Okay, it's not always about how you're going to sell the business. It also includes building a business that runs completely without you or growing the business into something else. You exit one business model and enter another. The exit strategy is not simply designed for retirement options, okay? I have a dear friend who built a a very, very fabulous uh, blog network. In fact, it was one of the very, very first ever to go live on the internet. And she had a wonderful exit strategy in place, and therefore she created this network so that she was not the star. At first she was the star, and she knew she'd had to do that for a while. But eventually she brought on other writers and other authors and contributors and you know different pieces of the network so that someone else could run it. She created it as a turnkey operation. So think about that. Most people would have gone in and strongly branded themselves in a way that the business would have lost value if they left. But she didn't do that. She thought about the future. She wanted to sell this business in three to five years, have a very profitable site going, and get out and do something else. And that's exactly what she did quite successfully. So she thought of that exit strategy, and she is nowhere near retirement age. So take some time to create that big picture, vision, and think big. Develop your exit strategy. Develop your idea big, 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 big. Don't think of just, I want to be a small mom and pop shop, unless that's what you truly want to do. In Michael Gerber's book, The E-Myth, which I highly recommend to any entrepreneur going into a small business, especially brick and mortar business. Um, But in his book, he uses a pie shop owner as his demonstration of how to grow a business. And she thought that it would be a lot of fun to bake pies all day long, but then she found that it isn't glamorous at all, and Gerber taught her how to change that business model. So 
you know, don't don't think that it's going to be glamorous. But if you do want to start a small business and you do just want to stay in it for a while, that's fine. Just think about the value in the business as it grows and as you change. Okay, I'd like to invite you over. We're going to go into break and I'd like to remind you to take a look at my ink article today. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I interviewed someone who I just have followed for years and years and years. She is a world renowned um, psychic, truly. And she talks about trusting your vibes in business. So go on over to ink, inc.com slash author uh, slash Marla hyphen tabaka ink.com slash author slash marla hyphen tabaka and check out the to the piece i posted today about trusting your vibes and what you and steve jobs have in common i hope you enjoy that article and we are going to be back here talking about big picture vision in just a couple of minutes Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirit Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's The Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. It's 
so good to be with you here today. You know, even though I can't see or hear you, I know that there are many, many, many of you out there listening and downloading the podcast. And I just want to thank you for doing that and for your following. It just means the world to me because I do this because I love to help people succeed. So please continue to send your emails and tell me your stories because I just really enjoy that. And it gives me ideas for shows too. If you have an idea for a great podcast or someone you think would make a fabulous guest here on the Million Dollar Mindset, shoot me an email over at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and we will go through that here in the office and get back to you. So I also want to announce that I have two very rare openings in my one-to-one practice. So if you are interested in coaching directly with me and you have a business model in place that you feel you're ready to scale, you're ready to take it to the next level, either you're ready to hire employees, you're ready to bring on a new product, you're ready to make some more money or you're ready to get yourself out of that business 12 and 15 hours a day and start acting like an entrepreneur and reaping the benefits, well, that's my expertise. So please contact me again at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and we can see if we're a good fit and, and see if we can work together. So I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, now we're talking about how to develop the big picture vision because in these five key strategies to let go and scale your business, the big picture is very, very, very key. And again, it's something that I see too many business owners avoiding you know, what is the big picture? They have one product or two products or, you know, something they want to get out there or they have a service that they just want to get out there. Uh, but they don't think about where that's going to take them. And I'll use myself as an example. When I started coaching, I knew that I wanted to do one-to-one coaching. And I always probably will, frankly, uh, because I really enjoy it. I really love working with people on a one-to-one basis and in my group, too. So I will always enjoy that. But I also knew that I wanted to be an author. I also knew that I wanted to help people from the stage and that I wanted to do fabulous workshops. And that's where I am today. And I love it. My business is well-rounded because I took the time to think about my big picture vision and I took the steps necessary to get recognized by Inc. Magazine so that I could become one of their weekly contributors. I mean, how cool is that, right? And I took the steps necessary to brand myself so that people would begin to understand what I could offer and who I am. And so I did look at that big picture vision and I want you to do the same. So, number one, these are five steps, okay? Number one, think about the goal beyond the business, okay? Too many people don't think about their lifestyle. They don't think about the fact that they have three children at home. And they don't think about what more they want this business to enable them to achieve, okay? So, think about what you want. One of the things that I see in not not so much clients, well, yeah, I, I have a lot of clients who do this too now that I think about it, but in very, very successful women and men who are like into the 
really high seven figures or even into the billions, I get to talk to these people because I interview them for Inc. and and many of them become friends. And it's such an honor and a privilege. And one of the things I see in common with these people who are into the multi-multi-millions and even billions is that they're almost always associated with a cause or foundation of some sort, a passion beyond the business. So cause-related businesses, and I don't mean necessarily nonprofits, but if you've got a cause related to your business that you feel is near and dear to your heart, let people know that. Bring that into your business, okay? Because people like to know that their money is not just going toward purchasing something they want or desire or need, but also toward helping someone else, okay? We have big hearts, we do, as human beings. And I see this time and time again. In fact, I'll give you an example. I just spoke to a wonderful woman, and I can tell we are just becoming fast friends. Her name is Carolyn Gable. Carolyn owns a a moving company, and she is making lots and lots and lots of money, okay? But she associated with her business a cause, that a foundation that she created, and it's called Expect a Miracle. And she owns a beautiful mansion in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, and it's called the Expect a Miracle Mansion. And it is for this cause that, you know, it's, it's the cause, I should say, that really stokes Carol and really keeps her passion in her business. And I believe that the cause is part of what has made her business so wildly successful. So that's just one example. That, that cause will just ignite passion in you that may sometimes lag behind because you're exhausted. Excuse me. So think about that. You know, what? what is the vision beyond the vision is what I call it. And uh, bring that into your business. Secondly, I had the privilege of interviewing Keith Richard Letman, and he is the author of a book called The Good Fail. I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was very inspirational. Uh, Keith owned a company called Microworks, and back in the... Um, 80s, I want to say. I'm not remembering the dates quite clearly now, but it was a number of years ago. Uh, His business was closed down by the government. And it was, you know, what many people would consider a huge failure because he was being touted as Silicon Valley's next billion dollar business. Right. I mean, this business showed incredible promise. The reason he was shut down was because he was growing at such a lightning speed that he couldn't keep up with delivery on inventory. And so he was too successful. He grew too fast. And he went on to fail, <laughs> fail, and I use that word lightly, but he says failure, so I'll use it too, many, many, many times after that. And in his book, he describes how he was able to always look at the big picture, because that's what I asked him about in our interview. And and this is an interview on Inc. magazine as well. I think I called it How to Fail Good or something like that. So so check out, look at that one. It's several weeks back, maybe a month back. 
so were in July of 2012. Look just a little further back on Inc. Magazine, Inc.com. Uh, but anyway, I said to him, Keith, you know, one of the things that really amazes me is that you are able to just look at this huge big picture and find opportunity in just about anything. I mean, it's just amazing what this man can do. And he said, you know what, Marla, my secret is, is that I look down at the puzzle. He said, if you imagine yourself in a maze, finding your way through the maze like a mouse does for the cheese, it's very overwhelming and confusing. But if you can imagine yourself above that maze, above that puzzle, looking at the solution, finding the way to that open door, it's so much easier and things become so much more obvious. And I couldn't agree with him more. Always look down at your puzzle. When you have a vision or you have a problem, Try your hardest to separate your ego from it, to separate your feelings, and mostly to separate your fear and look down at that puzzle and you'll be amazed at how much you can figure out. Now, one of the strategies to figuring it out and again to getting outside of yourself is to ask your clients and customers what they like and what they need. Okay, we don't do that often enough. Get out there, do surveys, contact your customers, your, your, the people that are your really great customers personally and say, hey, you know, we've been offering this, but we never asked what you need. What are your needs? How can we help you present a problem that you think they might be faced with and say, how can how can we help you solve this? Talk to them. You will be so thrilled. I have so many people doing this and they are just thrilled at the ideas generated by doing this. Get in social media. Ask them what they want and they need. So number four, consult with a coach or a mentor and think about building an advisory board. Very important. So those are kind of three separate things because a coach and a mentor have two different roles. An advisory board has a third different role. Those things are very, very important. You know, Someone once said to me, and it just, it's so obvious, but again, when you're not 50 miles up looking down or 50,000 feet, as Keith Richard Lettman says, looking down, um, you, you, you forget about this. But someone once said to me, Marla, you're building something that no one person can build alone. And that's what I was trying to do is build it alone. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, I have a coach. I have more than one coach, actually. And I certainly have mentors all around me. And mentors can even be someone you don't even know. Read their books. Follow them in social media. Watch uh, what kinds of speaking engagements they go to and see if you can attend a live speaking engagement. These people, people that you admire as leaders or visionaries, are mentors, okay? Get out there and follow them and think about building an advisory board. And again, I have several articles on Inc. about that too. So if you just go to Inc.com and search advisory board, many articles, not all mine, will pop up. Now, the fifth one I want to bring up before break is mind mapping. What a powerful way to allow your ideas to evolve and to solve problems. Get it out on paper. I use big, huge pieces of paper, or I also have a wonderful whiteboard in my office. Sometimes I just use drawing paper and I go to a cozy corner in a coffee house. But get it out. 
something, put your problem or your idea in the center, draw lines away from it, pointing away from it, and put everything, just purge your mind, just put everything that you can think of that relates, whether they're solutions or problems or insights, whatever, on that paper, mind map it. And you can also Google mind mapping if you're not familiar with the process. You're a creative entrepreneur. You have to mind map. We're going into another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about my third tip. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Information is power. The power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Friday Night Cap Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political masked man. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Laura and Christy, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And so we're back looking at my five key strategies to let go and scale your business. All of these things are so important. You're not going anywhere really, really successful until these things are under your belt. Trust me on that. And this one too, oh, they're all important. So I'll stop saying this one's very important because they're all critical. Um, Clear the doubt and learn to live Listen to this. Learn to live with emotional risk. 
Okay, and here's what I mean by that. You know, fear, you know that that front fear that you have as an entrepreneur. Well, fear is paralyzing, right? And sometimes it can be motivating, but when it's a deep fear, it's paralyzing. And many people never get their businesses to the next level because of those what-ifs and those little gremlins inside their heads that we all know so well. It just breaks my heart as a coach when, when they can't seem to get to that next level. You know, our mindset is formed by our life experiences. And if you've had what you perceive as negative experiences, you train yourself to expect more of the same. So if you've had something that you see as a failure, you're going to worry about failing again. If somebody told you you'd never succeed, that's going to be in the back of your head and so on and so on. Now, if you view some of these experiences and you really take them in and you, you feel them too, so you feel maybe anxiety or just high levels of stress or anger, that is really an indicator that you need to find a way to let go. Because at some point when we're internalizing things that are negative, your body is going to start to talk to you. You're going to find incredible tension in your shoulders or um, upset intestinal tract or, you know, the list goes on and on. Listen to your body, okay, and, and know that it's a sign that you need to do something for yourself. You know, remember that failure is a necessary stepping stone to success. And entrepreneurs who are successful take risks. And that includes emotional risk, right? So that's what I mean by learning to live with emotional risk because every change you make, every step you take, you know, there there's going to be some risk. And an entrepreneur needs to be okay with that. And here are three of the things that I think can really help with that that digesting of emotional risk, if you will. Um, EFT, the emotional freedom techniques. When I started coaching, it was just, oh, I can't tell you how personally I took it that I had these amazing clients. I was very blessed. I started attracting clients really quickly when I got into coaching. And most of them were women who, oh my gosh, some of them had PhDs. They had multiple degrees or they, you know, if they weren't well schooled, they were, you know, just gifted in wisdom and knowledge and creativity. They were brilliant, but they had these emotional blockers, I call them, that were keeping them from really shining through in their brilliance. And so I went out looking for a tool that can help them break through because trust me that therapy and coaching alone aren't enough when you have these deep-rooted memories and events and fears and anxieties, okay? And I found an energy psychology technique known as the emotional freedom techniques or EFT tapping, it's all off, often called. And up until the last two years, nobody had ever even heard of EFT. Now it's like getting insanely famous. I love it. I'm so excited that anywhere I go and I say EFT tapping, people say, oh yeah, that's that's where you tap on your face, right? And it's so, so exciting for me. So find a practitioner, give me a holler, whatever you do, find an EFT practitioner if you feel that your fears are stopping you from just really shining in your place of success. EFT is very, very very powerful. 
Second tip, look at your past successes. And rather than focus on the doubt and perceived failure, make a list of these things that you've achieved and read that list every single day. This will this this isn't just about feeling better about yourself. Okay, that's a big piece of it. But it also raises your emotional energy level. And that's going to help you more than you can know. Because let's face it, you walk into a room, you have worry and you have fear inside. And nine out of 10 times, that's going to be written very clearly on your face. It's going to come across in your voice. It's going to really project to people. And and some of them won't even know what it is they're picking up. But they will know that they don't like it, that it doesn't feel good. Okay, so raising your vibrational level. your emotional energy level is critical to success. So finding ways to do that, gratitude journaling, meditation, whatever it is, is really, really important. So begin to focus on your successes rather than your perceived failures. Number three, get real with failure. Newsflash, it's going to happen. Failure is going to happen, okay? Again, it's a necessary stepping stone to success because it's how we learn. Sadly, we've labeled it with a term that we see as highly negative, and that is failure or fail, okay? So let's think of another word, folks. Let's think of another word for this because the only failure, and I know you hear this all the time, and I'm just going to reiterate it, the only failure is not learning from your failures, okay? So you can succeed radical success levels, radical success levels. If you just learn from those failures, you assimilate them, you look down from 50,000 feet and you put those those learnings to work for you. So get real with failure. Okay, we are going on to number four in my five tips to let go and succeed in your business. So this one is master distraction and master your plan. Very, very important, okay? Remember this, and this this little known fact is enough to help you because it'll help you to put some clarity around why it's so important that you you schedule time and and get rid of mis- distraction and yes, even stop multitasking, okay? Here it is. Your brain, the human brain is capable of of focusing intently on any given project for two hours at a time, okay? So when you sit down, say, I'll use myself as an example, I want to write my ink article for the week, okay? Um, I know that if I spend two hours doing it, I'll be okay. I also know two things, that if I push myself to a three or four hour time span, that my brain is going to turn into mush. For me, what happens is I start getting really jittery and nervous and tense. And and I, I, I know that I haven't gotten up in two hours. And so I just don't do that. Okay. I can take a break for 10 or 20 minutes and come back to it, but I force myself to get up out of my chair at least every two hours and just 
take some water, do some stretching, whatever it is. So peak mental performance is two hours at a time. Now listen to this. This is, this is what is the intriguing part of all this. If you allow phone calls, emails, social media, your kids, your employees, whomever, to interrupt you, you can literally be wasting up to 40% of your time. Yep, 40%. So imagine this. That's two full days a week. Hello, what could you do with two more days to put your business together, to call on prospects, to market, to brand? What could you do with that time? So think about it. You're sitting in your office and you don't have a door on your office or you don't close the door in your office. You've got your, if you work from home, you've got your kids coming in and, and asking for this and asking for that. You've got, you know, if you're in an office and you have employees, you have employees asking how to do things and where to find things and what they should do. You have to, have to have closed door time in order to succeed without driving yourself to the insane asylum. Okay? Hear me on that. So what do you do? You schedule those two-hour chunks of time for work that you need to do and and work that you need quiet time for, whether it's strategy, phone calls to, well, I don't count phone calls in this. I'm going to take that back. Strategy, writing, branding, whatever it is, focus those two-hour chunks of time and now close the door, turn off email, mute the phone, do everything you have to do to protect that time. Protect it. It's it's critical to your success. Okay? So this goes hand in hand with your vision. You know, I spoke to Jack Canfield, uh, and, and actually I think it was his co-author, Les Hewitt, uh, I've spoken with both of them, who said that he instructs his clients to plan their week and create their day. So that means that every entrepreneur needs time out to troubleshoot and to, you know, expect the unexpected. But you need to have these two hours chunks of time put away. And it's just a great way of saying entrepreneurs have to schedule time for the unexpected and to have time to excel. So we're going to take a break in just a minute or two. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you can do to get your idea or your business to the next level masterfully by looking at the plan. But please remember that you have to have those chunks of time designed and scheduled into your calendar. You have to know what to do inside of those chunks of time, and you have to protect that time because it is critical to your sanity and the success of your business. So I know if you have kids at home, that's really hard. Get in a babysitter after school or find someone who can help you two hours once or twice a week. Whatever it is, if you can't afford someone to take care of your kids for some portion of the day, but you want your business to succeed, this is a must. Don't even go there. Don't even try it. I've seen too many people, especially women, try that path and fail miserably. So please remember that. And when we come back, we're talking about that mastering your plan piece of this. And don't forget, email me your ideas and your thoughts to Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. 
and that I have two slots open in my one-to-one coaching practice. So jump on it. We'll talk to you soon. We're going into break. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Tugginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Here, looking at five key strategies to letting go and growing your business. So, we're talking right now about mastering your plan, master distraction, and master your plan. And I'm going to go through these steps really quickly because we're almost out of time. I can't believe it. So, here's what you can do to get your idea or your business to the next level masterfully sit down and design a six or 12 month big picture goal. Okay, let's let's use, for example, that you want to create a membership site, all right? Now, write down the action steps. What do you need to do to make this happen? Prioritize, prioritize those steps and perform two or three of those action steps every single week. Now, 
be realistic when you plan this, okay? It's better to take longer to get to your goal than to constantly miss your target because that's going to have a really strong psychological impact on you. So be realistic when you set your your strategies and your goals for the week. Remember to schedule in that time, that flex time. If you're an existing entrepreneur or you're a mom or a dad or you have a full-time job, whatever it is, be realistic, Okay, block time during your week for these steps. We've talked about that. And chunk out time uh, also for things like making cold calls or creating products or whatever it is that you need to work on. Now, the key here, as I said earlier, is to remember to turn off the email, the social sites, and even the phone, okay? Really, now think about this. And I can tell you, even if you deny it, this is the truth. Most of your disruptions are unnecessary and can wait, even those from clients, okay? Realize that. Clients, they're going to teach them, they're going to treat you in the way you teach them to treat you. So it's unrealistic for anyone to expect an instantaneous response. And so remember that as long as you can get back to your client within 24 hours, in most cases, that's okay. All right, on to the next one. So we can get these all in. Delegate your non-entrepreneurial tasks. Would you do that, please? Because it's a really big mistake to try and do it all by yourself. Here's the thing. You know what? If you're truly an entrepreneur, as I said earlier, freedom is important to you. It's in one of your top values. It's one of the things you need most. And tying yourself to a desk is out of integrity with those values. So it's impossible for you to be happy and to thrive if that's what you're doing right now most entrepreneurs who fail at at delegation have two excuses and they are excuses no one can do it as well as i can or i can't afford help those are big fat juicy lies okay these are things that we tell ourselves to stay inside of our comfort zone so here's how to get around that a real quick tip and, and if you need to know more about this, you know, feel free to email me. I can and can email you something that'll give you more details. Track your time for a few days. Now, I know, I know, I know. You've heard it before. Track your time, right? But really, really do this. When when I really push hard for my clients to do this, they find incredible little nuggets in the information. Just take three days. Take five if you can, but three days and carry a notepad with you, or start a, a list on your computer, whatever works for you. Write it down on a whiteboard. Remember, track the time. Put down everything you're doing. Understand what you put into your day. And remember that most entrepreneurs are worth at the very, very, very least $150 an hour on up to thousands of dollars an hour. If you weren't doing these things and you were focusing solely on growing your business and growing your brand, how much larger can your business get and how quickly? So remember, if you're shipping product, posting your own blog content, providing customer service and doing admin work, you're bleeding your company dry. You're killing your own company. Now, here's how you can afford that new hire. Calculate what it'll cost to have this new employee on board for three months. Ask yourself what you could do, even if this is a part-time employee, after looking at 
all the things that you've learned from tracking your time that you can give away to someone else, someone else who can do those things, what would you do with, say, 20 hours a week that is specifically set aside for growing your business and nothing else? Remember, you're going to chunk that time out. Okay. Now ask yourself, how long would it take you to bring in enough revenue to support this monthly wage of this new employee? If you had 20 hours a week, or even, even if you didn't have that 20 hours a week, mistaken, right now, as things are, how much would it take you to stash aside that amount of money? How long would it take you to bring in that amount of money if you had the 20 hours a week to work on it? Not too long, right? So if you can just save up every penny unless you have enough, until you have enough to pay for two or even three months of this person's salary and then take the plunge and hire somebody fabulous, and we can talk on another show about how to do that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs are really, really overwhelmed with hiring the right people. Do it. Do it. Hire somebody fabulous. Give that admin and shipping and whatever else it is that you're doing. Give it away. Now, when clients that I've worked with over the many years I've been coaching do this and they follow this strategy successfully, and the key to success here is to make sure that you take that time. Let's say you hire somebody for 30 hours a week. Make sure you take 20 hours of that. Get out of your rut after you train that person. Get out of that rut and grow your business. Create the strategy to grow your business and act on it. Otherwise, this will be a miserable failure. I have never, ever in my years of coaching had a client look back and regret implementing this strategy. So do it. Do it, please. Okay, here we are down to the final minutes of the show and the final tip. And that is to surround yourself with mentors, advisors, advisors, and coaches. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Mentors aren't just the people you know in person. They come to us through many channels, through books, webinars, workshops, articles online, uh, articles in magazines. Just choose a few people and select a few leaders that you truly admire and follow their career. Now, today with social media, it's just too incredibly easy to do that. Top names and businesses do interviews all the time. So choose your mentors and take every take in every article and every interview. Now I have a little story I want to tell, okay? Who is one of my great mentors? I mentioned him earlier, and that is Michael Gerber. Michael Gerber wrote the E-Myth. I am an E-Myth mastery trained coach, and I adore Michael Gerber, and I, I, I coach by his teachings, okay? And so here I am in social media, and there's Michael Gerber in social media, and I think, you know what, I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to chat with Michael Gerber, so I send him a direct message, and you know what, he answered, hello, and, you know, and since then, we've been fast friends, you know, tweeting on occasion in in. In, on Twitter. And that is really cool. And then what happened, which is so cool, is he also became an Inc. magazine contributing author. So here we are, me and Michael Gerber, right? Both writing for Inc. magazine. Hello. It's so exciting. And so I'm able to reach out to him now on those terms. Hey, we're fellow authors. You know, let's chat. So that was because 
I chose to seek him out in social media. And uh, now, you know, I've got this person that I can consider a mentor, and he's become one that I can reach out to. And that's really exciting and it can happen for you too so if you're fortunate enough to have someone in your life who has experience that you can learn from okay someone that you know or that you want to know make a formal agreement with them ask them reach out people who are successful and i've learned this from from you know just talking to so many people who are hugely successful they want to help now they may not have the time to help you in person but you can always ask don't feel rejection if they don't have time ask these people make a formal agreement then if they agree to meet for 20 or 30 minutes once a month or once a quarter you can if you're prepared and you have your questions at hand you can learn so much with the occasional 20 or 30 minute conversation you'll be amazed successful people really do want to help others find success that's their vision beyond the vision in many cases, right? How many people have built a, a multi-million dollar company and then changed and turned around their career so that now they're consulting or they're teaching others to do it? They're authoring books, helping others learn how to do this. They want to help other people build success. And I've learned that from many, many top influencers. So whether you ask this person who you may have some sort of an acquaintance with or, you know, a tiny relationship going, even if it's in social media, ask them if they will talk to you on occasion or someone who's closer. Maybe you have a cousin who's really successful in business and, um, you know, that person can help you. Reach out and ask these people and learn from their failures and from their successes. You can do that. So I hope that these five tips have, these five strategies have really, really helped you because they've helped my clients for years and uh, they're really critical. But again, if you have questions, you know, I can do my best to get back to you with questions. Certainly, you are more than welcome to send me those questions via email. And uh, if you think you're ready to really take the plunge and look at these five key strategies and many, many, many others on a closer level, then consider coaching. And uh, you can contact me at Marla at Marla Tabaka or fill out my contact form at on MarlaTabaka.com. I would be most happy to uh, speak with you for 15 or 20 minutes and see if, if we're a great match and how I can help you. So feel free to reach out in that way. I would be most honored. Again, go back to Inc. and read those articles. And we are going to have a fabulous guest here with us next week and we're going to be chatting about social media and how to create greater success in social media so make sure to join me next week with renee on and and renee has a fabulous business and consulting people on about online success and we are going to have a fabulous conversation so tune in here on togi network next week and i look forward to seeing you then this is marla tabaka saying goodbye until next week
Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you